You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I'm really glad that you clicked on this episode because this is a really good episode. I interview Karina, Karina Layton. She is a dental hygienist. She has over one and a half million TikTok followers and counting. I think she might even have close to two at this point and, and it will keep growing. And she's uh, yeah, one of the biggest sensations in, in dental history when it comes to social media, at least from my vantage point. And Karina has a lot to say on how to have the best dental hygiene possible So I wanted to do a whole episode dedicated to this because this is part of the outer qualities. What's an outer quality? Outer qualities are the things like your appearance, your career, your lifestyle, right? All the different parts of your life besides behavior, which is inner qualities. Inner qualities is behavior. Outer qualities is some of those things that I just mentioned there. And the reason why we talk about these qualities is because this is what makes up attraction. We always want to be optimizing our outer qualities. We always want to be working on the things that are going to make us look better, feel better, and be just a better human in general for yourself and for the fact that it has the nice consequence of being more attractive to women. So today, we're taking that on with the idea of having the best breath and dental hygiene possible and even talking about orthodontic type stuff, right? So having your teeth be straight, having a great smile. So we're tackling everything here to help you with this part of physical attraction. I'm really excited that Karina took the time to be able to do this. She's obviously very busy with her normal job, and I'm sure she gets requests like this all the time. If you want to see the full video interview, it will be on YouTube as well. If not, of course, you can just hear it right here. It's both the same. I don't do any cuts or anything like that, so you're going to hear it all fresh here. I want you to take note here. I want you to take this advice. She is uh, very smart and really is able to describe in such a a beautifully specific way how to have the best dental hygiene. So really, again, take note. I'll put links for her stuff in the show notes and you can check her out. It's becoming that time of year. If you're listening to this in in real time, this is coming out in November and it's uh, getting towards what they call cuffing season, the season where where women uh, and, and men alike are really interested in getting together and being together. There's always something in the air when it comes to people wanting to be with each other. I think it's a holiday thing. There's something about the uh, warmth of the holidays, the coziness of the holidays. People just you know, get reminded during this time that they don't have someone or they do have someone. And so I understand that. It is a, a very real thing that when the winter comes along, people tend to get a little bit more lonely, but also a little bit more eager to be with someone. So guys, take advantage of this time. Get on the apps. Go out there. Do approaches. Talk to women. Make this possible for yourself. This is a very, very good time to be doing this. It's funny. I guess there's always a good time to do it, right? Like summer, everyone's out. Good time to do it then. Winter, good time to do it. Yeah, I guess year round. It's always a good idea to do it. But I always got to make sure people know that during this time, this is not a time to settle down just because work things might be settling down and holidays are coming around. Like, no, this is not the time to settle down on your dating life. This is the time to double down on your dating life. So I want you to, to get out there and make sure you're putting yourself out there. As you know, if you need help, you can come to me. I have a coaching program where you'll be working with me or one of my head coaches. You can go to coachedbytrip.com to apply today. I'm working with guys of all ages, 18 to 60 years old. I just signed up a few guys who are going through a divorce. If you're listening, you know who you are. Of course, I will never say your name because everything we keep uh, is confidential. But yes, I'm working with people who are divorced. I'm working with people who are in their 20s who are just trying to get out there and learn how to be more confident. So wherever you're at in your life, if you want to get more dates, learn how to be more confident, be able to approach more women, need help with your dating profile to get matches with women you find attractive. I don't care if you're brown, yellow, green, black, orange, white, uh, any ethnicity, I can help you. I would love to work with you and we can help you over here at Trip Advice. So go to coachedbytrip.com. If you need any help today, fill out an application and we will get on the phone with you and we'll see if coaching is a good fit. And if it is, we'll get you signed up and get you started. There are openings available anywhere from as soon as two to three weeks from the time 
that we are on the phone chatting or you're on the phone chatting with someone talking about the coaching program. So don't hesitate. If coaching is a little intense right now, you want to take it to your own level, you know you can always get my Hooked program at getherhooked.com. So you can check that out as well. Why don't we get into today's interview with Karina talking about dental hygiene. Here it is. Hey, Karina, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to have you on the podcast. Uh, Like I said earlier, it's uh, something I wanted to do for a while is get an expert on here to talk about dental hygiene and teeth and how to have a great smile, all that stuff. And obviously, you're the perfect person to do so because you are a dental hygienist. Uh, But also, I think it's pretty cool that you have probably the biggest following for anyone in the dental area in terms of TikTok. Is that safe to say? I... I feel like I feel like the dental hygiene niche probably for sure. There's some like other dentists out there that have like really good like orthodontists as well that have followings, but I would say mainly like as like a dental hygienist, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm like pretty niched in that category. Okay, got it. I still yeah, I can't imagine though there's any dentists that have 1.5 million followers on TikTok. Maybe <laughs> Well, I think you're just being, you being be, nice. You would be surprised, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, it's really cool to have you on, and uh, and it's fun that you've been able to do this. So let's just start with the biggest question of all. If anyone has seen Karina on TikTok, they're going to know what I'm talking about. And if not, we'll find out in a second. Okay. What's going on with this orange chair? Is that the thing that really made you take off? Because that's how I found you, is I found someone who stitched you with the orange chair. And I'm like, oh, who is this person? And then... What'd you say? Uh, Chase Claypool. He, oh my gosh. He, I got, oh my God. I got so much stuff. He, he stitched it with like the like little like eyes and then the face over a saddle. So it's the orange chair is a saddle stool. Um, so it helps. It's shaped like a saddle in a sense because that forces you to have better posture because you can't really slouch on it. And number one, the dental industry in a sense has just very like young retirement age compared to like other industries in the sense at least of like retiring happily and not hurt. And so at least with a saddle chair, having good posture helps musculoskeletal disorders like not happen hopefully, or at least not happen as long. Um, but I had one all throughout like dental hygiene school, but yeah, I made that video surprisingly enough when I had, <laughs> I'd gotten in like a scooter accident. So like, if you watch the video, I have like an entire like wrist brace. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And I was just responding to a comment because I did the like, what tre- I did like, like, like this trend, the dun, 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 whatever, like that trend. And someone was like, can we just like talk about her chair real quick? Like, what is this? Yeah. And so I did. And yeah, it like took off. Yes. And I would say that is where I was like having a slow growing follower, like count. And then boom, that video. And like, I woke up and was like, oh my gosh. I was like, everyone is my, my clip keeps hitting the wall. Um, but everyone is like, like, oh my gosh, this chair, like, whoa. And and I mean, you have like the actual dental people and I'm sorry, my dog, we're trying to be all quiet. Like, all good. All right. Um, but yeah, it's just dental people are like, oh yeah, that's great. Or they're like, no, I hate it. It's the worst thing ever. Keep in mind, it is not one size fits all truly like you got, like they make so many different types out there. It's just strictly posture related. Got and it. But I think it. it became popular because... You know, yes. you're you're yeah. obviously a, an attractive lady, and you. you're sitting on the chair, and it insinuates some things that were, you know, yeah. guys are like, "Whoa, that's hot!" And then that took off, and that's how you landed on my feed. And I was yeah. like, "Who is this person?" And then I saw, oh, she's a dental hygienist, and she's got great videos that are talking about dental hygiene, and, and it just, yeah. I I love TikTok, and I just always think it's fun to see people in different niches, like you, like me, who yep. grow big followings based on something so specific. I think that's a beautiful part about TikTok. Yes. yes. So, very cool. And then I was like, well, this is perfect. I got to have her on the podcast so we can talk about all things dental, and Absolutely. we can get to the bottom of some things, and I have a bunch of questions for you, and I'm really <laughs> excited to talk. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm curious, though, you said... Your following grew yeah. overnight, so I'm curious about that. When, well, how many followers did you have before that chair video got stitched? 
Honestly, I have no idea. I won't lie. I'm trying to think. What? Jared's yelling. My my husband's yelling at me. He's saying 500,000. He can overhear us. Okay. Um, hey, Jared. I, I like, yeah. <laughs> Trips says, hey. Um, uh, 500,000, I guess, is roughly. I'm awful with numbers. 100, like, I'll, I'll mess up a calculator. So I really, I really don't know. Um, but no, it was, yeah, it just, it took off. And honestly, I feel like that's still shooting a little bit high. I don't, I don't know that I was at half a million yet. Um, that might've put me to half a million, but since then it was like just that video. And then it really blew up when then Chase Claypool stitched it because I mean, he, I think he's a wide receiver. I might get hate if I don't say that right. I don't know what he is, but for the Steelers. Um, and so I even had like my coworkers sending it to me. They're like, did you see Chase Claypool? And I was like, who is that? I don't know who that is. Amazing. Like, I, I'm a Packers fan. <laughs> like, are, are you a Bears fan? I'm a Bears fan. Boo! Okay. All right, anyway. We'll just end the go. call right here. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, I was like, I don't know who this is. And then truly everyone, you know, commenting, oh, I found this girl from like Chase Claypool's page, you know, like people just commenting, whatever. And, um, and now people but, just like you. They're like, they obviously that you, they follow you. They like all your stuff. And, yeah. and now you're at 1.5 million and probably on your way to, yeah. to many more. So. Yeah, I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm just like, have fun with it. And for me, it's, it's important. I want to keep a lot of content educational, but like fun at the same time. That also, I think there's a lot of learning that happens in dialogue as well. So it's kind of interesting. I, people probably don't realize I truly will like scroll and like just read the comments. I will. Cause it's, it's like, it's like interesting. I want to know if people are like, Oh, flossing is fake. Like, no, it's not, but you know, but it's like, that's just, oh, you'll it's, hear it's, everything. Oh man. Oh yes. Oh yes. I made one on like Florida and people are like, it hardens your pineal gland. I'm like, honestly, like it's in your water. Like it's in your saliva. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like? This is great. I have, yeah. I have questions about all this stuff. This is going to be so fun. I, I'm actually, I'm very into dental hygiene too. I'm like a nerd. Yeah. And in the sense where I'm always trying to up my dental hygiene, I just got a tooth uh, or uh, what's called water pick. So I got, yeah, you said yes. Well, okay, that makes me feel better. So I just got a water pick. It it's not going to replace flossing. Yes, I've read that. Okay, that, okay. Was, that was actually one of my questions. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's start from the very beginning. So this episode, you know, is going to be all about, you know, dental hygiene, of course. And the reason why I want to have you on here to talk about this is because dental hygiene is very important in terms of having good breath. And, and we can even, you know, I'm sure you know a little bit about orthodontic stuff we can talk about too, right? Yeah, I was an, an orthodontic assistant also for like two and a half years. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. So we'll talk about yeah. that. Obviously, having straight teeth is very attractive. Um, so we want to have guys have the best smile ever. So let's talk about this. Just dental hygiene uh, from the bare bones. How many times should we be flossing per day? How many times should we be brushing our teeth per day? I hear so many different things. I also hear the different types of like, should you floss first? Should you brush first? And I hear things like, well, yeah. you should be brushing after every single meal. and floss. So there's just so much out there. What's your take on this? Yeah. So I mean, number one, first and foremost, it's important that because not every person is the same. For instance, my husband, he swears by flossing first. Me, I floss my teeth first. In my mind, I'm just all that plaque and food, like I'm just getting it more under my gums. Like why not brush first? So that's what I tell my patients. I'm like brush first, then floss and then rinse like with like a fluoridated mouthwash or an antiseptic, whatever that patient needs. I'll recommend like a mouthwash to them. I think everybody regardless should be using a fluoridated mouthwash helps protect against cavities, all of this and that. But if they just have bleeding gums. I'm like, you know what? Maybe just tone it down, stick with like an antiseptic just to start. Let's just get that bacteria under control. But I'm like, just brush first, get off like the majority of everything that's there. I think brushing twice a day, like after breakfast, it's not like, oh, brush your teeth right when you wake up in the morning and then eat your breakfast. No, it's like eat your breakfast, drink your coffee, wait 20 minutes. And that can be a whole nother segment too. I don't want to get things mixed up. But so, and then end of day before bed, brush your teeth and then floss. So I think if people want to floss more than one time a day, 100%, like do it twice a day. That is like ah, gold standard. But if you can at least just be flossing one time a day before bed, truly good flossing, you should be okay. And then 
mouthwash afterwards. If you think about it, because a lot of people are like, oh, you don't want to, and I agree, you don't want to rinse your mouth out after having toothpaste in your mouth because then all the fluoride goes down the drain. Well, you're going to be number one, flossing that fluoride in between your teeth. You're just going to spit out as much of the toothpaste in the sink as possible and then floss. The fluoride's going to go in between your teeth. And then if you're rinsing with a fluoridated mouthwash, you're getting still getting the fluoride on, on the teeth. So it's like, yeah, there's like a lot of kind of con- controversy. Why do, you, why do you need fluoride? So fluoride helps to like remineralize, demineralize spots. So what that means is that like our enamel, some people like after having braces, they're like, oh, like I have these white spots on my teeth after having braces. And just really quick, white spots can be a multitude of things, not just demineralization. So I just want to like put that out there. But at least if it's demineralization, it just means most likely that plaque was probably sitting on that area. And that's why a lot of times some patients or people in general, if they're looking at their teeth, they're like, oh, I can see where like my like brackets were for my braces. Oh my gosh. And they can see where it was because they had plaque all around their brackets. And so now they have these white spots, but they have perfect enamel right where that bracket was, but it's white around, around it. And so that is demineralized enamel, meaning that that enamel has essentially been like kind of eaten away at in a sense. So it's not as hard and strong. And so if we can put fluoride there, it helps to kind of remineralize it. It's not going to change the appearance of it, but it can at least stop that demineralization from getting worse and actually turning into a cavity or needing a restoration or, you know, kind of things like that. Now there's a lot of uh, debate on fluoride. Yeah. Yeah. And I always came from the place... Well, what was that? I have family members as well who don't believe in fluoride, I, and I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I don't really believe in fluoride, but I'm, yeah. I, but I'm not even sure why. I remember like I heard it somewhere, so yeah. I always just came to be like, okay, all my toothpaste, which I do, uh, I use Tom's fluoride free, yeah. okay. and and I don't know, I just I, I forgot. It's funny, like how there was something that I so strong about so long ago, but yeah. don't even remember the origin of why I don't do that. But I don't, yeah. I don't get cavities, so I figure. Yeah. All right, I guess I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. So And that is and that is exactly. And that's why I'm saying people need to go and see their healthcare prof- their dental professional because I have patients all the time come in fluoride-free toothpaste, like not using anything. They have perfect home care. Their mouth looks great. They're not using that electric toothbrush. They don't have any recession. Everything looks marvelous. And I tell them, and I'm like, if this were any other scenario, I would tell you, you need to get an electric toothbrush, look into getting a water pick. I still need you to floss though, you know, like all of this and that. But if there's a patient, they're doing a great job. I tell them, honestly, me telling you and giving you extra is just going to do you more harm because then you're going to think that what you're doing is wrong, but your home care is good. And so if like cavities are not necessarily just um, like only, only plaque related, if that makes sense. So it's like, and this is where I was going with like, oh, like you coffee and tea, blah, 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 all of this and that. And I was like, that can be a whole separate thing. I'm going to make this that thing is that coffee, tea, juices, sparkling water. Everyone's like, oh, it's sugar free. I'm like, it's still sparkling. So it's very acidic. So you're just coating your teeth in acid. And so if you like are not consuming a ton of like acidic things and you're maybe waiting without even realizing it, but waiting to brush your teeth later, you are much less prone to taking off microns of enamel over time just because you're not exposing yourself to the harmfulness that acids in the mouth can cause. You know, where me, I love coffee, I love tea, I love my chai tea lattes. Like I love all of that. And so I'm very conscientious that I'll have that. I just kind of, you sip it back. You don't really enjoy it over like a four hour period because it'll take your natural saliva about 45 minutes to one sip. Like, let's just say this is coffee. I take one sip, set it down. Timer starts 45 minutes without another sip of water. It will take for the mouth's pH to get back to a healthier level. And that's like a rough time, obviously, depending on the pH, it might take a little bit longer, a little bit less, but that's typically just something good to just sit by. And that is why it's important that afterwards, and I think there was an article or something that went around because I'm having a lot more patients ask me, but sipping water after having coffee, tea, or things like that drastically helps because you're flushing all that acid out of your mouth and dropping it from that 45 minute to more like a 10 to 15 minute window. It just helps with cavities, prevent cavities. Cavities and just keeping your enamel and your teeth strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's uh, 
Yeah. A lot of information. No, that's great. Sorry. That's a lot of good advice. Okay. Keep me on track because I won't lie. I'll, I'll just keep going. No. So. Okay. No, this is great. So you don't believe fluoride is bad at all then? Um, I believe it is bad consumed in a mass amount, but I, I wouldn't say bad for the pineal gland or things like that. But I mean, their studies have shown if children are, um, if they have, I mean, that's where fluorosis comes in. I mean, they did like, that's how they found out that like there's fluoride in the water. What? Like, why are these people here not having any cavities, but why are these people here having so many cavities? Like what's the, what's happening? And then they're like, oh, well, this place has so much natural fluoride in the water. And that's also something that I'm like, it's not just this like chemical compound that we just zapped into existence. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's, you look up the composition of your saliva, it has fluoride in it, you know? And so then people can debate, well, then why do I need more? There's a whole bunch of stuff around it, but I don't believe it's harmful. Obviously, if you're eating your tube of toothpaste and you're like, number one, you're probably not going to feel good to your stomach. Like it's not going to feel good, you know, that it can, it can kind of upset your stomach, but also like if children have developing teeth and that's another thing is that, um, if teeth are developing, what's going into the body plays a huge role on actually the appearance of the teeth. That's why pregnant mothers don't use anything tetracycline based because, um, I'm sure some of your, um, subscribers, if they're older and it's not in any way saying people are, are, are old, but they've known now they probably have a line kind of like a grayish hue, maybe like halfway across their teeth or across all of their teeth, but it might only be their front ones and not their back ones. And that's because these teeth were developing while their mother or maybe the kid themselves was on tetracycline and antibiotic. And so that's why now we don't do that anymore. There's other things that can be used instead. Um, it's just an enamel defect. But there's, yeah, it's like, it's very, it's very interesting. So fluoride in high quantities being eaten, eaten, yeah, can cause like white spots, fluorosis, kind of things like that. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to stick to my non-fluoride toothpaste. There you go. And Honestly, if you're doing good and your dental hygienist and your dentist says you're doing an awesome job. Truly, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you do an awesome job, you do you. Then I think we're good. Well, and also I should say, I I floss first and then I brush. Okay. And and I have yeah. I have my own reasoning for it. But now okay. I, I my mind could be changed here because what do I know? Okay. But I so the reason why I do it is because you know yeah. when you floss, it smells right. It's like your fingers kind of smell and your and the floss smells. So I feel for some reason. Like when I floss, I'm getting all the stuff out of my teeth and I do a rinse before then I brush my teeth. But then it's like that final brush cleans with? it. To cut you off, what do you rinse with? Uh, water? Uh, water. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So why? What, what would be bad? If you're rinsing with something acidic, like an alcohol-based Listerine mouthwash. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't use mouthwash. We'll get into that. I'm curious about that okay. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was just like... Let me just drop that in there. Okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but but now, but now I'm hearing what you're saying is, you brush if you brush first, yeah. and then you floss. As long as you're using some sort of rinse other than water, I guess that's what's also going to make it feel clean. Yeah. So, and that's why, honestly, I'm like, like I said, my husband, he flosses first. He's got amazing teeth. Like, it's never anything that like I've sat down with him and been like, you're disgusting. Like. <laughs> Like you should floss second. I mean, I have a hundred percent told him that like you should floss second. And he's like, Karina, you're like, no, like I've not had cavities. I'm like, all right, fine. You do you once again, if you're doing a great job, whatever you're doing works. It's so funny too, because at the end of the day, and I'm sure you're going to agree with this. I'm sure Jared would agree with it too. Yeah. This is such a minuscule detail. It's like, as long as you're flossing, you're good. Yes. Is that right. Flossing Bottom line. Yes. Flossing is, it's not just like this mundane, like, dun, 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 like you just pick each tooth. No, it's like flossing. If you think it's just like friction, if you've got like something on your hand and you rub your hands back and forth, like it's going to kind of go off. Like you're flossing, you're breaking up that like plaque and that biofilm in between the teeth. That's why when people are like flossing's fake, I'm like, no, it's not like friction is science. Like it's just, or physics or whatever it is. Like it's just friction is friction regardless. Um, but also it helps to strengthen the gum tissue because it's like your, um, it's like your, activating your gums in a sense. So it helps keep them strong, which means less plaque and less food are going to get stuck underneath your gum tissue. Got it. Which means you don't have to, like you don't get as much stuff stuck 
So I remember yeah. when I was going to the dentist, my parents were very good at making sure I went every six months. They were obsessed with it, which yeah. has made me obsessed with it. And I remember there was a poster on the wall of my dental hygienist's mm-hmm. office and it said the alternative to flossing. And then it was a picture of a, uh, a glass of water with dentures in it. And so that always kind of scared me, right? It was like, oh, okay, yeah, you, right? if I don't uh, floss, I'm going to lose my teeth. Yes. Uh, one of the dentists that I um, that was in the school when I was in school, he told all the patients, brush and floss all the teeth you want to keep. Oh, that's good. I like that. And literally, I've like put that in my TikToks a couple times, just like added that in. And, and I'll tell my patients and be like, oh, yeah, I had this older dentist. And oh, yeah, he told everyone, you brush and floss all the teeth you want to keep. And they're like, like that makes sense. I'm like, yes. So, okay, let's talk about that. This, this has always been curious to me because I haven't talked to yeah. any old people about this. There are people have dentures and yeah. you get them when you're older. So like what happens? Are you just like 74 years old and you wake up and one of your tooth or teeth just fell out? They just fall out like randomly? They just start to fall fall out? Like how does this work? Yeah, no. And honestly, that's like a really good question. Obviously, a dentist would be able probably to go into much more grave detail than I will be able to. But so essentially, a lot of the times dentures are if somebody has dentures and this is not speaking for everyone. And because there are young people who have dentures who just have had a like a hard whatever hit maybe to the face and like their teeth just got knocked out, unrestorable, things like that. Obviously, there are going to be those cases. But if we're talking about like the 70-year-old patients, most likely they have periodontal disease. And so or just rampant decay, meaning that they're just not brushing their teeth and all their teeth are just essentially rotting out of their mouth. You have to have full mouth extractions. You just suture them up, take impressions, they get dentures, you know, type of a deal. Um, Where periodontal disease, so if we're not effectively removing the plaque and the tartar, so, so let me just kind of start over. Plaque is that kind of fuzzy stuff that will come off with your toothbrush. Plaque comes off with the toothbrush. Every A lot of people get confused. Tartar is that hard stuff that's usually right by these bottom front ones. It's usually always right there. And everyone's like, I scrub my teeth and this plaque won't come off. And I'm like, because it's tartar, okay? Tartar is hard. We also call it calculus. And so it's just essentially just like calcified, hard plaque. That has to be manually removed. That's where I come in. So um, anyways... If that is not being properly removed, that tartar is essentially a house that bacteria builds so that they can live in it. And then they bring their friends, their friends build a house, and that's why tartar just grows, okay? It grows sideways and it grows down below the gums. Down below the gums, it brings in its friends that don't like oxygen that live below the gums. Those friends eat away at the bone and the gum tissue that hold in our teeth. That is periodontal disease, the irreversible loss of the jawbone, top and bottom. Oh, and it's, God. It's so if you floss, so flossing will prevent this. <laughs> so maybe we should put that at the very beginning. So then everyone's like, I don't want that. <laughs> Watch the rest of thing through. No. So, and so that's why it's like, I cannot not stress enough. And that's why water picks are amazing because as we get bone loss, we can live with bone loss. I have plenty of periodontally like patients who have periodontal disease that are stable. It's like a cold sore. It's either there or it's not. It's it's very weird. Once we go in, clean everything out, this patient can still have that bone loss. Nobody would know because the gum tissue is still pretty high up, but they have all that bone loss, but they're keeping those pockets clean because they have a water pick and they're brushing. They have an electric toothbrush. They're flossing. They're, they're doing all the things. They're maybe coming in more frequently. People, everyone, if you're a dental hygienist, recommends coming in sooner, please come in sooner. Chances are, if you have insurance, it'll be like 50 bucks. Just come in for that extra cleaning in the year. Truly, I cannot stress that enough. If you build up tartar fast, just do it. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But once you have like periodontal disease, you have periodontal disease. We can't get that bone back unless you get like gum surgery, you know, and see a periodontist and all this and that. But let's be honest, who really wants to do that? No, keep all the teeth in the mouth that you want to keep in your mouth. So yeah, it's, if, Usually my older patients, they have periodontal disease. They have all that bone loss. We can't get that back. Those teeth eventually just decay over time or they become mobile because of the amount of bone loss that that bacteria is so deep in that pocket that unless we go in surgically and I don't want to gross anybody out, but surgically 
pull back the gum tissue, clean everything up, pack some bone in there. <laughs> like once again, nobody really wants to do that when they're 70, 80 year olds, years old, yeah. you know? And so that's where we just start extracting teeth. And over time, it's one of those things that it's like, you have a partial, which is not the full denture. It's just like a couple, like a tooth here, maybe a tooth here. You know, it's like you have a partial, but this tooth now needs to go, this one needs to go. And then it's, if if they're just all decayed, they're hopeless. We we use the word as a hopeless prognosis. It's got to go. And then it's some people, like I have plenty of patients, they have an upper denture and then like a lower partial. Like they still have their like bottom front teeth, you know? And so it's, yeah, it's one of those things. But no, you don't just wake up in the morning and your tooth is just on the floor. Okay, that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> I wasn't sure. No, no, it's, it's definitely a lot, a lot more than that. A lot more than that. But so with the yes. toothbrush, you're a big advocate of doing the electric toothbrush. I have one of those and it's been, it's been awesome. Sometimes yeah. when I use it, I've been using one for four years. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't get, at, it doesn't feel it. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. It doesn't feel as clean as using a regular. Which one do you have? What do you have? Uh, uh, or I think it's the Oral-B. It's the round, round brush head. Round brush head. No, I think it's kind of ovalish. Sonicare, Philip Sonicare. Sonicare, that's the one I have. I have Sonicare. Okay. Yeah, so that is. I wish I knew you're asking me this. I would have brought my like little tooth model. Oh, okay. Well, what, what am I doing <gasps> that's wrong? Okay. So, no. So what I'm just let's. All right, we are gonna. We're just gonna play charades. Okay. This is the crown of the tooth. All right, because it's this is always how I explain it. So this is the well, crown do your of the best, tooth. Because this, this is gonna be on the podcast too. So. Yeah. As visual as you want to be. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm holding up my fist. The main part of my fist is the crown of the tooth. My wrist, which is skinnier, that is going to be the root. Sorry, everyone watching this is like her eyes are like off in the distance because I'm... It's okay. More oh. people will be listening to it, yes. but continue. Yes. Okay. And so then the, um, like my arm then is like the root. And so we need to... All right, look up 45 degree angle brushing. I'm just going to leave it there. 45 degree angle brushing, get those bristles angled at a 45 degree angle so they go below the gum line. Uh, and that, okay. is, that is essentially it. But Sonicare and Oral-B are very different. The Sonicare, you have to do that 45 degree angle brushing. And it's like a bobble and a drag. The brush does the work for you. I hate seeing all of these... <laughs> famous people out there. They're advocating for a toothbrush and they're brushing back and forth and all this and that with their electric toothbrush. I'm like, who taught you how to brush? The brush does the work for you. You just now have a very expensive manual toothbrush. Right. You, if you're you gonna just want to drag it. Exactly. But it's kind of like a bobble and a drag motion. And so for me, the, the Sonicare is, it's also a great toothbrush, but it's that one, you have to have that 45 degree angle. Oral B, on the other hand, that one is round. It's shaped just like our polishing cup. And so that's why it's like one of the, like, you'll always see commercials for it, you know, and everything. Oh, the dentist, you know, recommend a professional clean at your house. I was even, I was honored. I They sent me their their new Oral B IO toothbrush and it was amazing. And I was able to, it's just like on my TikTok, like an educational video about it. It's awesome. And it's, it's I mean, because it's it's round. So it's shaped just like our polishing cup. And so- So you um, like that is, better than the Sonicare? I, I feel like I feel like you're able to just roll it around every single tooth, but it's technique sensitive. If someone doesn't want to roll it around every tooth, once again, it's just not going to do as good. Right, because the but, Sonicare, the one that yeah. I have, is more shaped like a toothbrush. So you I can got I already it. got it. It's, it's a little bit harder to get around the angles because it's not round like Oral B. Yes, yes, okay. yeah. But with the round, you have to roll, and every single tooth is its own little individual. But, in but why? So why? electric toothbrush over a regular toothbrush? Because it will do way more repetitions in a sense than we ever could with a manual toothbrush. Because it's, it's vibrating. Never, yeah, you will never be able to move your toothbrush the way that an electric toothbrush moves. The The Sonicare is, it's kind of like a, like, like a flutter in a sense, like just like back and forth, but it like blasts everything out as well. That's like the, their sonic portion of it is that like it'll blast everything out from like in between the teeth where the oral B kind of oscillates. Um, so like it rotates like back and forth and kind of pulsates in a sense too. So it's once also blasting everything out and really just wrapping and conjuring itself around every single tooth. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. So we're an advocate yeah. of for dental hygiene 100%. doing electric toothbrush. Okay. Yeah, now, the, now the water pick. So, yeah. so, so weird perfect. coincidence. Um, I, I actually just wrote about this in my newsletter. Mm -hmm. I uh, I got a water pick because my girlfriend got it, 
And she yeah. needed to get it because it was recommended from our dentist to whatever, get a water pick. Yeah. And I've always heard of them, but I was like, oh, whatever. Like I floss, you know, no big deal. So yeah. she got it and I was like, oh, okay, I'll try this thing. And so I tried it and I was like, holy shit, this thing, I feel like I just flossed. Like it almost feels like I yeah. better than a floss. And you're yeah. just like squirting this water between your teeth. And I was like, this is it's insane. It's a pressure washer for the mouth. Right. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is crazy. And yeah. then I looked up, I'm like, wait, can this replace it? And I looked it up and everyone says like, do not replace, do both. But it was yeah. just like, oh, this is awesome because I'm a big nerd about dental hygiene. It's like, oh, this new yeah. thing to make it even better. So now when I'm doing the water pick and I'm flossing, it's like, whoa, my mouth feels so clean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I have so many patients as well that like they come back and they're using a water pick and they're like, like mouth drops. Sorry. I just realized like, in the podcast, my mouth just literally dropped to the floor. Like, Oh my word, this is the best thing ever. And, but, um, but I mean, there's also those patients who just don't understand to use it. And that's why I'll sit easily for five to 10 minutes and talk to my patient on how to use it. Just because some people just don't understand. Okay. Why don't you and describe so they, it to us? Cause I guarantee I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it right, but I could be doing it wrong. So how do you, Right. How do you do? So it? yeah. So I mean, you just honestly follow the contour of the gum line. Pause like for a little bit, right when you're like in between your teeth, and then just like flare it back and forth side to side, and then just move on. And so like our gum tissue is kind of scalloped, so you literally just kind of follow that scallop. But it just depends on the type of water pick that you have. Is it cordless? Does it? Is it the one that plugs into the wall? Because a lot of the cordless ones, they're very bulky. They're like it's just it it's just difficult to hang on to. And like the reservoir is not even big enough to properly be able to like debride the entire mouth. And so I'm like a massive advocate. I'm like, don't even like waste the money on the cordless unless you're just going to take it on like big. I got the cordless. Cordless one. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, is yours, is yours the like handheld cordless though? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It just, in my opinion, but once again, you have great home care. You know, I obviously though have not seen your mouth. I'm going solely based off of what you tell me. But literally, if you have great home care, no, honestly, they look good. If you have like great home care, then use the cordless one. That's fine. If it's working for you and it feels like you're getting everything out, you may be seeing like stuff like come out in the sink, you know, when you're done, that's awesome. However, for most people, it's just, if I recommend a water pick, it means like you got to straight up get a water pick. Like it's like we've pulled out all the stops get a water pick. Like the flossing's not working. I don't know what's happening with the electric toothbrush. Maybe they just don't want to get one or they just like, they tell me I'm, I'm brushing twice a day. I'm doing everything you're telling me. And they saw a plaque everywhere. I'm not going to look at my patient to be like, you're lying to me. What are you not doing that? I told you, you know, like I'm, I, I wouldn't say that because I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They are trying their best. That's where I'm like, we just have to try harder, get a water pick. And so I don't usually jump full fledged right off the bat, get a water pick. I'm like, don't spend the money if you don't need to. But if you have a crown to everyone, if you have even one crown in your mouth, get a water pick. Yep. I do. I do have a crown. Yep. I was like, I, I have a crown as well. And it's the contour of a crown when it meets the tooth like like the actual tooth structure that it sits on, it's not seamless like enamel to enamel. You know, it just it just isn't. And so more bacteria and food's gonna get stuck. Last thing you want is to get decay underneath the crown because then that crown gets to come off and they have to <laughs> redo the crown and the tooth and change their insurance and won't pay for it. So then you're stuck with like a fifteen hundred dollar bill. So. Yeah, I my my crown that I had put in, I don't know, maybe ten years ago, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. I was flossing and it came off. Luckily yeah. it didn't hurt, but I was I was like I was like, "Oh my god, my tooth fell out." And then my I realized, tooth. "Okay, that was my crown." And, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, I had to get it fixed um all yeah. good now, but okay, so water pick, good thing to have. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. What about tongue scrapers? Necessary yeah. or not? So, honestly, I don't have one. I used a tongue scraper maybe twice in school because it was my adjunct to do a PowerPoint on. That also being said, how everyone's tongue is very different. So if we just like look at our tongue, I'm not going to have everyone put their fingers in their mouths because of hashtag COVID. But like if we're like, if you just look at your tongue, it's bumpy, maybe on the side, super bumpy in the back, like kind of weird looking, like kind of hairy, maybe on the top, you know? like bumpy right, right in the very tip of it. It's like, 
those are papilla and there's like different types. And the ones that sit where everyone scrapes it with a tongue, those are filiform papilla, which are more hair-like. So they're very fine. And so that can catch more debris. Some people have long papilla and they're just catching like everything in the sense of like stain, you know? And so, um, Pepto bismol. <laughs> Some people can get like if you if your stomach can handle it. Look up black hairy tongue. I'm sure you can already all envision it. Like a lot of times, it's just it could be from if people smoke that it just it takes that stain and it's like on the tongue. It's like imagine the stain on your teeth, but like on the on the tongue. Those people, I'm like get a tongue scraper or if they just have those filiform, those hair like kind of papilla that are just longer. I'm like, just get a tongue scraper. It's, it's not going to, it's not going to do you any harm, but truly just use your toothbrush. If you have a toothbrush, take your toothbrush, lay it flat. Like you don't have to go to CVS and just like buy a tongue scraper. Just put, put the bristles on. If you have an electric one, it might make a mess. So just maybe just turn it off, but literally just start at the back and then just like drag it like to the front. You don't have to like scrub it. Like you're cleaning tile. Like, no, you just drag it from the back, go to the front maybe rinse your mouth out and do it again if you want. And then just, I mean, it doesn't, yeah, it's not this like, like you have to get the metal one. Like it might be maybe more satisfying. I've seen some of those videos and I won't even lie. Like I have to turn away. I'm like, that's gross. Like the videos are like people pulling. I'm like, what did you put on your tongue before you did that? God, that's nice. Like, I won't lie. I won't lie. I watch those videos and I mean, I'm, the, I'm in people's mouths all day and that just like grosses me out. I was like, that is not normal. That does not look like normal saliva. Okay. Like, I don't know what that is. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. So, so unnecessary yeah, like, to use it. It's it's person-dependent, but it's not something yeah, you'd say everyone yeah, has exactly. to do it. You can use a toothbrush and be exactly, fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. bad breath. So... Okay. Halitosis. Halitosis. What do you do if you have bad breath? Or how would you even know if you had bad breath? <sighs> um... Just ask somebody. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, these days everyone's wearing wearing masks. You know, like, can you smell it? You know, it's like type of a thing. Well, eventually, um, if you're on a date and you're kissing a girl, she's gonna smell it. Yes. Yeah. So. And so, yeah. But I'm like, can you smell it in your mask? You know, type of a thing. I shoot. Honestly, it's one of those things. Like, somebody's just got to tell you. Bad breath can be a multitude of things. It could be acid reflux. For goodness sakes, like. Like it's not necessarily just oral hygiene related, but what's important to realize is that once again, we'll go back to periodontal disease. Um, our gum tissue that's sitting around our teeth, if we still have bone loss before, like underneath that gum tissue, we have BSCs or volatile sulfur compounds. That is what's going to cause that bad breath in that sense. They live below the gums. And so that's <laughs> like, that's why people who have periodontal disease out, honestly, in the dental field, we call it perio breath. Like it's distinctive and it's like, you just, they open their mouth and you clean their teeth. And it's like, they just have perio breath. Like and that's, and that's why like the dental field is not for everyone. I highly recommend shadowing and doing all of that. Like you have to, like, it's something that like you have to be like down to be in people's mouths and like smells some of this stuff, you know, but, um, but that's where good home care comes in. And I cannot stress that enough. And then truly, if you're like, I'm doing the mouthwash, like I've got the breath spray, I'm doing all this and that. I can honestly probably tell you right now, like, like those little mints that like the like mints or the like little papers you put like on your tongue and that like melt and whatever that and yeah, like the breast spray, strips. That might, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that might help maybe right in that instant when you're just giving them like, like a peck, like a bye. But like, if you're full on like kissing this person, that's going to go away. Like it's going to go away. And then everything is all being stirred up. All those volatile sulfur compounds, they are being activated and then it comes about. And that's why super duper important. Honestly, home care, home care, home care. Truly, if you think you have bad breath, once again, get a water pick. See if that will help. Blasting everything out, you know, from below the gum line, getting all that plaque out. Like truly, if you can get that out and see if that helps. But I truly suggest find a close friend. I have friends straight up that I'm like, do I smell? 
and they like come right up and they're like, no, no, you smell good. But it's like, find a friend truly and be like, I'm going on this date with this girl. Like, can you please smell my breath? Like this sounds like it's, it's an odd question, but I don't know. But you're saying as long as you brush and floss regularly, you should be fine. You should be fine. The, the regular person should be fine. If you do not have periodontal disease, most likely, yes. Okay. Okay, got it. Or some sort of acid reflux that's causing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Onions, like a whole bunch of stuff. Well, okay. Yeah. Of course. That's it. Onions. Oh, man. Red onions are the worst. They make it bad. And garlic. Oh, oh my word. Yeah. Okay. But garlic bread is so good. Oh, of course. I love it. Of course. Well, you, you know, it's fine. As long as you, you brush afterwards and do what you can do. So, is there anything I missed here? I, I would kind of now to conclude, I would like to yeah. have you give. What would be the most ideal routine for dental hygiene? And I don't mean like what is the most feasible because I know I can already tell and I know a lot of dentists and dental hygienists don't want to overwhelm their clients so they can do something. Like say someone came to you and said, no, I want to do, this is me, I'm coming to you. I'm saying I want to do everything I can to to be at the most peak optimal dental hygiene. I will do everything you say you will not overwhelm me. What do I have to do? What do I have to buy? What would be the full thing from beginning to end? Full thing beginning to the end, four month recalls go in every four months. And if they're like, no, you need to come in every three, go every three, pay the, pay the out of pocket, hundred percent worth it. Um, I would love every patient to be on, on a four month recall. Everyone. So that means uh, come in and get a, a cleaning every, every, every four, four opposed to every six, just because insurance covers every six does not mean that that is what your mouth needs. Okay. So, um, there's that and electric toothbrush, hundred percent. Get that. Be flossing. Truly get a water pick. I freaking love the water pick. I will uh, love that. Um, blast everything out of there. Um, and then mouthwash all the way. Um, I say, I like the Listerine gum therapy. That's the one that I've kind of been on lately. Cause it's not as harsh as the regular, um, as the regular mouthwashes. It's, it's a little bit more mild, but it's still an antiseptic. It's going to kill those germs. Um, and then for me, it's just use a Sensodyne brand typically of a toothpaste just because it's not super duper abrasive. So it's, it's more like a fine polish opposed to taking coarse grit, baking soda, arm and hammer, like scratching the surface of your of your teeth. And so I say Sensodyne, Listerine, floss, water pick, electric toothbrush, four month recall. Okay. And then the order of things would be brushing, so, how many um, times yeah. flossing, how many times water picking, how many times doing the Listerine, all of it. Yep. All right. So you wake up in the morning, you eat your breakfast, drink your coffee, you're gonna wait 20 minutes. If you swish with water, you're going to wait 20 minutes, then you're going to go and brush and then you're going to swish with a mouthwash, whether that's your anti-cavity mouthwash or that is your antiseptic mouthwash, you're going to swish with that. Then you're going to go about your day. After that, I mean, by all means, brush your teeth after lunch if you want to. Truly, two times a day is perfectly fine. End of day, eat your dinner, brush your teeth, floss. So here, we'll brush, we will floss, we will water pick get anything remaining. And then we are going to swish with, once again, a mouthwash of your dental hygienist's choosing. And um, if you have retainers, pop your retainers in, keep them teeth straight, and um, go to bed. Okay. And you're a dental hygienist every four months. Okay. Okay, cool. I like it. I like it. I feel like I'm on the right track. I think there's a few things maybe I can work on here with the order of events, that's for sure. I'm I'm obsessed with this water pick. I'm doing it like three times a day. Oh my gosh, honestly, love it. Because I'm not because yeah. I'm not flossing like every every. I'm not even doing it every single day. I probably floss every other day, yeah. um, but I'm water picking because it's like fast, it's easy. I feel like it's doing yeah. something, um, yeah. so I do that. Okay, cool. And then let's we have a little bit of time left. Yeah. This is a whole different conversation because now we talked about the hygiene of it all. But in terms yeah. of getting your teeth straight. Yeah. Um, let me just stay away from anything that's like, oh, we'll straighten your teeth in less than six months. Like that needs to be a case by case basis. I highly recommend, please see a legitimate, like orthodontist, dental professional, not just like, let's just mail some stuff in. So you're not a big fan of, oh, what's it called? Smile Direct. <sighs> some dentists use it. Like I, 
I did do, and I'm, I'm trying to be careful. I did one TikTok that I pretty much was like, please don't do it. And then I had like an entire dentist, like get on my page about how they actually use that, use smile direct in their office. And oh my gosh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just a dental hygienist. All right. So I'm just saying everyone has an true, opinion, especially in exactly, every, exactly. And honestly, I got to say dental folk, like we, we have an opinion, you know? Um, but the thing, the number one most important thing, and the reason it's, it's not because, oh, well, it's not going to make your teeth straight. No, it'll make your teeth straight. That's, that's not the point. The whole point is that as your tooth moves, there's a reason that braces take two years. And it's like, well, can't I just get them off like early, like four months early? No, because as that tooth moves, it's breaking down bone. But what happens if it breaks down bone and bone doesn't have enough time to build in behind it? That tooth is loose. You look in the smile direct like list of things you have to check off. And it's, it's like, it's one of those things that at an office that we worked at, like my doctor has all the time. She's like, I see patients come in all the time and they have loose teeth after having smile direct no. or some of the other ones. Yes. Well, I used, I used Invisalign. Did you go through? Yeah. And, but that's Invisalign. You can't just get like over the counter. You have to usually see like a dental professional. Is that correct? Yes. Well, I like, think yes. so. Yeah. That's how I well, did no, it. No, 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 but I'm saying for you, you either went to your dentist or you went to the orthodontist, you know, but the whole thing of like doing, doing some type of orthodontic work, not under the supervision of a dentist leaves room for mobile teeth. And that is what I don't like. Now, if somebody, I have like, if somebody came in and they're like, oh, like this one little tooth, like is right crooked. And they're like, oh, and I did smile direct. And like, they come in and their tooth is fine. But it's chances are, it literally was just a little bit crooked. All it needed to be was turned. And then the bone just healed in right behind it. And now it's all solid again. But that is just why like proper orthodontic work just takes a long time. Because as the older we get, like, the, like the bone is already pretty much solid. So we first got to break that bone down and then we need the time for bone to build in behind it. And yeah, if we're not doing that, teeth are going to be falling out Okay, and I'm not even exaggerating. Okay. Got it. All right. So definitely yeah. see someone. Be a professional. Be a professional. I cannot. Yeah. I was like, moral of the story, please see somebody. Okay. No, that's a good tip. That's, that's really yes. good to know because, uh, and I bet you there's a lot of podcasts out there. I'm just guessing yeah. that probably, you know, talk about, you know, get paid to advertise whatever. And I bet you a lot of them do yeah. smile direct. Oh, yeah. um, so that's I see, I see people all the time on my for you page and it's got like the little ad and I was like, oh my gosh, but I'm hoping that they're going through like an actual like dentist. Yeah. Who is facilitating? Well, Charlie Demalio, the biggest TikToker um, yeah. to date, she advertised Invisalign. Yeah, which means she was, yeah, most likely under the direction um, and um, advisement of either an orthodontist or a dentist. But right, so you have to be. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, I would say see an orthodontist because some things need more than just a clear aligner. And I hate to say that, but like, like not everything can be fixed with. Invisalign, like you might need brackets, yeah. like the full on braces. And truly, if that is what you have to do, number one, straightening teeth is not only cosmetic, it's very functional too. If you're hitting your teeth incorrectly, you're just going to do more damage. You might crack a tooth, like just eating a sandwich because you're just hitting that tooth wrong. But, um, but it's very just, yeah, it's kind of just like one of those things. Like if you need to have rubber bands, like just wear your rubber bands. Otherwise, if you don't, then you're going to be in braces even longer. So like go to an orthodontist. If they're like, no, you can do Invisalign, then do Invisalign. But if yeah. they say, get the full on braces, don't turn around and go to Smile Direct Club and be like, give me, yeah. <laughs> give me oh, sure. or else your teeth will fall out. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. yeah no, I, I had braces when oh. I was a kid. I was very yeah. lucky, actually. I only had to have braces for like a year and a half. So I walked into high school without braces, which is Cool. Pretty much unheard of. So that was nice. <laughs> and, uh, but then, you know, I probably got a retainer. I don't ever have a single memory of me wearing okay. a retainer after I got my braces off. I don't have any memory you, of it. You and pretty much every other adult. Yeah, like zero memory of it. So yeah. over time, my bottom teeth, uh, they, they got really crooked. And you could see one yeah. of my, my, my front tooth, the one that's uh, the very front tooth started overlapping the other one. And so... Yeah. It was just this year that I was like, all right, you know what? I think it's time to let's fix this. And 
because you know I'd see myself on camera because I do a lot of stuff on camera. Yeah. I'm like I just don't yeah. like the way yeah. this looks. I want to. I want And I was like, what a waste! I did braces and everything, and I'm like, I, I, I just know I'm not a dentist, I, but I just had a feeling there's no way that like doing Invisalign is going to be this like multi-year process. I'm like, I'd be shocked because they've mm-hmm. only moved so much. Yeah. So I talked to my yeah. dentist, and he was like, "You have a really good case. I think we can do this exactly. in like three or four months." And we did. And then, and then, yeah, and it worked. Now, now I do wear the retainer because, of course, I yeah. invested in this, and I don't want it to screw up again. So I, I wear the retainer yeah. every night, and um, and yeah, I'm very happy that I did it. And that's ex- and that's exactly it. Like that's the cases because, like, the office that I work at. I mean, we go through other companies that are still reputable and only able to be facilitated by a dental professional, and those those patients can get get their teeth moved in s- six months or less. Like. Like they get scanned at their hygiene appointment and I see them in six months and I'm like, is this the same mouth? But we just did ortho. But it's like, it's, it's amazing what can be done, but some cases just can't be done. And I don't, and my whole worry is like, like you never want to go to a dentist office and that's the whole skepticism is that, Oh, we just want, want money at, at the dental dentist. It office, felt like that. Know? I've been to a couple of their dentists. Yeah. And I'm like, they always talk exactly. about Invisalign. They're up, they're upselling me. Yep. And so it's like, that's, that's the thing. And that's why I'm like, just see a specialist that all they do all day, every day is straighten teeth, get their feedback, get their opinion, you know, and just consults are typically free. Just go in, let them look in your mouth and be like, yeah, you need Invisalign. Here's a payment plan option we can do for you. And look into care credit. Honestly, care credit, it's a credit card for like medical dental vet bills. And it's literally, you just pay in full and then you can have like a lower, like hardly any like interest free, tiny payment plan opposed to like doing like three big lump sum payments that like a lot of, you know, places will do. Got it. So yeah. So I think that that's a great option just so that it's, it's more feasible for people to be able to do it so that I think straight teeth get builds confidence. If that's definitely something that it does. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This Karina, this has been fantastic. Um, I already have pulled up on one of the tabs here on the computer. Listerine gum therapy. Now, is the Listerine gum therapy does that have, is that alcohol free? No, nope. So that that has alcohol in it. If we're looking for an alcohol free antiseptic mouthwash, look up the brand closest. C L O. What do you recommend? Is it okay that it has alcohol? Should should one do it without alcohol? What's the difference? One is straight up just like let me just happily make your mouth feel like I did something. That's the alcohol free. The alcohol is going to be the antiseptic portion of the mouthwash. So you now, recommend have, something with alcohol? With alcohol, yes. But for the patients who have dry mouth, so I'll give options for the people who have dry mouth. They're on a ton of medications. Their doctors like everything alcohol free. I have plenty of patients like that. I have cancer patients. They can't have certain things, and they have to have everything ultra sensitive. The brand closest, C L O. S-Y-S. They have a fluoridated version. They have a gentle mint version. They have ultra sensitive, unflavored, un-everything version. Instead of using alcohol, it's chlorine dioxide. And so it kind of has that like kind of pool water taste in a sense, but it's not that like pool water chlorine. Okay. I'm just going to put that there. Um, but it still kills bacteria within 30 seconds. It's great. Um, and so that is an awesome thing. And also if people are just wanting to stay away from alcohol-free mouthwashes, Got it. you know? Got it. Um, okay. So yeah. alcohol-free for the outlying factors uh, yeah. that may reside in someone's specific hygiene. Okay. But you but, but if no issues, definitely go for the Listerine with the alcohol. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Again, yeah. advice for myself as well as everyone else. So yeah. um, that's always one of my favorite interviews when I get to talk to people where I'm like, no, I really actually want to hear this information. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which I, I try to do most of the time. I used to yeah. interview a lot of dating coaches, which I'm a dating coach myself, as you know. Yeah. And at times I'd be like, okay, you know, this is cool. Kind of already know this, yeah. but like ones like these are, are very interesting. So I appreciate you doing it. Appreciate Absolutely. you being here. Thank you. Um, this is completely unsponsored. So everything that she has said today, yeah. we talked about, uh, we were not getting paid to talk about. These are just things that have been recommended. I should just mention that. Where can people find you? Even though I've already said this, and I will say this in the intro, for the podcast, but if people are here and and haven't done that yet, where can they follow you? Where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and TikTok. Um, my handle is the same for both of them. I like to make it easy for the people. Um, it's Karina, my first name, C-O-R-I-N-A underscore 907. And that is the Alaska area code for those wondering. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. got it. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes. So guys, got follow it. her. She's got some good tips, fun TikTok videos. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Thanks for being here. Thanks for doing this. I'm happy to be uh, the first podcast that you've been on. I have a yes. feeling as you grow and continue to grow, because at the release of this episode, you're at 1.5 million on TikTok. I am sure with the years to come, you will grow to many more millions. So I wish you a lot of success with that and uh, check her out. Thanks for being here, Karina. Awesome. Yep, absolutely. 